because we know it's something that we mentioned here and there and in the beginning of our, our, our like our first episode but I think everybody has had their own journey relationship with God and I guess should we talk about like how it all started yeah because I feel like we all grew up like with uh, I mean we're Christians so we all grew up with Christian families. in a Christian family yeah, going Christian to family. church and all of that but I think we all had a different relationship with God at different times in our lives mm-hmm. Um, different age and I think certain episodes got us to have that relationship even if those episodes in our life were not the best Mm -hmm. but it's still like you know got us here so who wants to start a wake up call a wake up call yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. okay I'll start Um, for me started in 2019 it was um, because I like my freshman year like I mean I know God I just gotta go to church sometimes but I didn't have the relationship and I did not know a lot of things in the Bible whatsoever. Transfer back to Charlotte. I um, got closer with my friends here, like shout out to Dagim, Pharrell, everyone, we got closer. Well, I got closer to Pharrell. Anyways, that's not the point. Point was basically um, my friends around me, um, we, started, uh, we started doing Bible studies on Wednesdays. So I started joining and then I started learning a lot and that helped a lot. And I think it was also like, a ran- like it wasn't a random time, but I think it was like a moment. I don't, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. You want to start over? Yeah, oh, I don't you're know. Doing so good. You were doing so good though. I know. It just I forgot. But basically, I think it, there was like a moment where I had a wake up call. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even that big of a deal, but at the moment I thought it was like the end of the world. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, it wasn't. And then I um, called my friend Ruth. She is very close to God, so she would always like tell me like oh like she mm-hmm. would tell me bible verses and stuff to encourage me every time but that moment like the way she was saying it just hit different like mm-hmm. she was just like well be grateful like this and that and that kind of was like my wake-up call mm-hmm. and then after that i was just like okay like it was like such a random day i was like i'm gonna do in the south so mm-hmm. like i called my spiritual father mm-hmm. i was like can i come like mm-hmm. i didn't even think about what i was gonna say i was like i just need to do in the south like i need to go repent so like, what was it? It was repentance like you so just go and confess father. your confessional father so I was like, I need to do that. So then I called him. I went there, told him everything I did in my past life, whatever. And then yeah, that moment changed me forever. And then he all he like um, taught, told me a lot of things, like why I wasn't supposed to do certain things, whatever, whatever. And then of course the 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 Bible studies that we were doing also taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned so much. Shout out to Pharrell for like I've learned so much from that Bible study. And then after the Bible study, COVID hit. So mm-hmm. that was even better for me. Like, mm-hmm. I was at home. So I would be watching sermons. Like, I was just in my bag yeah. at that moment. I really wanted to change. Like, I like I wanted to become a better person. So, yeah, that was my, like, wake-up call almost. Good. <laughs> I love that. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, like Sarah was saying, like, I always grew up, like, in church. Like, my mom would always take us and stuff like that. But I think growing up, I didn't understand, like, the difference between, like, 
going to church and versus like actually having a relationship with God. I feel like to me, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm going to church. I'm checking yeah. off the box, you know? Um, and I think once I got older, I realized like, it's not like just the religion. It's mm-hmm. not getting up and like praying this amount of day, time a day or doing this amount of things. It's truly having like communication with God and like trusting him and everything that I do and making sure that like I'm doing things because it pleases him. It's not just because this is what Gabby wants or whatever. And I feel like that's something I struggle with, but anywho. So I think for me, I don't know. I feel like it's always been like, what is it called? Like on and off. Like, and it's like, what's that term? Like lukewarm kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, where like, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm a Christian. So yeah, like one foot in one foot out, but it's like, I feel like a lot of my life, God was never, like, at the forefront. Like, it was just, like, I'm living life, and yeah, oh, yeah, there's God. You know what I mean? It's, like, a little, like, oh, yeah, I remember him kind of thing. But then I think once I got back from Paris, I was, like, oh, wow. Like, all these things that have happened in my life, life, the good, the bad, is because, like, I don't know. I just feel like he's protected me from so much. Like, there's just been so many blessings, not because of my own thing. It's because of God. And it made me so appreciative and grateful, and I feel like... I don't know. It just gave me time to like process everything and get me back to the place where I feel like I ha- I have a better relationship with God. And that's something that I'm still like trying to work on every single day um, and making like a better, I guess, habit about, I don't know, just having a good connection, a genuine connection. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was like yeah, a good enough sure. story, but that yeah. was, I would say that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it's the same thing, but uh, college I was a lost child mm. just because you're you know you're in college it's a different life you're away from your family you're with like it's a different group of people so you're trying to be maybe someone that you're not also because you want to be the cool kid and all of that so I was lost and then for me my wake-up call was when it was COVID and I came back home and I was at church I remember and it was just like you have to come back home or it was like i remember this like so vividly where it was just like you either come back like back to charlotte or you'll die but it wasn't a you'll physically die it was more of like you're you lose your soul Mm. so for me it was just like i just have to come back because that's the only way i'll get my life straight and i feel like that's what happened and yeah just having that relationship with god for me is important i have days where i'm like Mm-hmm. look warm too like mm-hmm. I have one foot out and it's not good but I'd rather fall and get up than just fall and not get up mm-hmm. so I'll fight through that but yeah that's um, mine <laughs> um for me I, I I grew up Christian like my mom was very go to church every Sunday every Wednesday Bible studies with her like if I was sick I was getting healed at church. Like, I'm not missing, like, we're not missing church for nothing. Um, but I, like, I feel like as a little kid, I I always knew, like, there was a God. Like, my favorite movie was, the, like, Jesus movie, like, in a park. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew there was a God. I, I remember, like, the first time I heard about God. Like, it was just such a vivid memory, like, hearing about Genesis and everything. But it's like, I think... When I got into middle school, I got kind of like lost that way because I really wanted to fit in so bad. Um, elementary school is like whatever, but then middle school, I was just like, okay, like I don't want it to be like elementary. Like I don't want to fit in. Like I don't want to stand out. Like I, you know, so I tried my best to blend in 
and then high school came and just things just got progressively worse and like god just like was kind of the back burner like he like i wasn't thinking about god i went to a christian high school and like i don't think i was ever more lost than i was there and that goes to say your parents can be pastors you can grow up in like the most anointed household like your parents can be like all these things they can send you to christian school they can do all these things for you but at the end of the day it's not like a mutual mm-hmm. friendship you can have with God. Like you need to have your own relationship with God. So I think like senior year of high school, um, I was just struggling really bad. Like just really, really bad. I was struggling. And I remember it was a moment like God like speaks to me through dreams. And like before something happens, he'll, I'll see it in a dream. And I remember like I was in a like very toxic. Like relationship in high school and I remember like I knew God was gonna take it away and it's been four years like you know on and off so that's where I identified myself in so then I remember it was one one day like six in the morning guys I didn't wake up until like 10 so six was crazy to me so I woke up at six and like I remember like the dream I had basically like it was like we like we broke up and we were in a car and like we broke up and I woke up, my heart was just like, I don't think I've ever felt that kind of pain before. I was just like, what? Like, who am I outside of this? Like, you know, I don't even know. And so I remember I called Zema, shout out Zema. I called her, never used to ask for help, but like I called her and we sat down, we talked. And then I remember she told me her testimony and like she was just so honest and truthful about everything that she went through. She wasn't trying to sugarcoat anything mm-hmm. for me. And it was like, okay, if God did it for her, then he can do it for me too. And I remember I went home that day and I was just like, I went in my room. I was like, okay, God, like, you know, it's yours. Like, you can have it. Like, I'm tired. It's scary, but like, you can have it. And then that wasn't like, I remember the my uncle passed away. And then that same day, I like that relationship, like I had with the guy, like it ended. And then... It was just like so much. I was like, God, like, I just gave you everything and you're gonna do this to me. Like, are you serious? And I remember just crying and crying and like, it's like, what is going on? Like, it's not getting any better. And then it was like about like, but I, I felt like something was coming up, like something was about to happen, um, like something huge, but I didn't know what it was. And I remember like the church here like they had a conference and there was this guy and um it was a three-day thing so the first day i went it was amazing like you know like felt the holy spirit everything and then the second day i wasn't gonna come because it's my best friend's birthday Mm -hmm. um but then i was like no i need to go so i ended up going and like he prayed for me but i was just like it's not there's something else like it's not this is not it and then he prayed for me again and I just remember like this free feeling like I've never like in this peace like and just finding identity in God and knowing that no one can take that from me like the identity I had placed in this relationship it could be taken at any time this trust that I put in all these people it could be broken at any time but like just having the like stability knowing this ain't going anywhere like you know God is always going to be here um 
so yeah january 25th 2020 you celebrate every year i celebrate it every year like i think for me it's more important than my actual birthday because i feel like that's when i like actually started living because mm -hmm. the peace of god is like it's like no other mm -hmm. So yeah, and then, you know, you've been besties ever since then, so like, yeah. I feel like with also being uh, an immigrant child, this, like, faith has a lot to do because our parents, when we want to be, like, someone that we're not, I feel like that's why they have so much problem with, like, our parents, and they're like, they don't want us to go to that route because that has nothing to do with God, mm -hmm. and they want us to have that relationship with God, but if we're being, you know, like, like the group, so mm -hmm. much, then we're kind of losing that. I'm not saying that everyone here is like that, right. but also the relationship that um, I feel like Habashas in general, or most Habashas have, it's different. So growing up here, they're also like, it's not only on how we're going to act, but also the relationship with God that we might not have that scares them. So they're like... Mm -hmm. We have to be more strict because no you have to go to church and you have to know god maybe sometimes it's not the best way because just going to church doesn't mean that you know god and you have a relationship with god but i think sometimes forcing a child to go to church will make that child you know that's true. like have, have the relationship yeah that have that foundation i was gonna say i think for me back then i just like growing up I went to Christian school, like, not me. Mm -hmm. That was just elementary, though. But, like, I always had the foundation. But I think when you're, like, a part of, like, the rest of the world, you it feels like being a Christian isn't cool. Kind of how you were saying mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. So I was, like, mm, yeah. I don't you're, know if that's... You I like want, you're missing out on things. Yeah, like, you're, like, oh, like, technically, if I'm a Christian, I can't do this. I can't do that. So I always thought... Not that I thought of it as a negative thing, but I just always thought, like, I wasn't, like, proud to say I was a Christian, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, it was something in my identity that I would kind of hide, like being mm -hmm. hellish, I would kind of hide, you know what I mean? There was like, I don't know if shame is the word, but maybe shame, and that might be extreme. Um, but I feel like once you grow up, and this can, that like revelation, I guess, can happen for people when they're younger. But I think once I grew up and I saw everything that happens in this world, it made me realize I'm not missing out. If anything, this is being a Christian and like having a relationship that I do with, god and jesus like it's something that i should be proud of and i feel like that took me a while to mm -hmm. like to get there yeah mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know like how i did it but i think obviously it wasn't just me it was god but you know i feel like that's the part for me that like needed to click in order to be i don't know how that if that's if i'm making sense yeah it does make sense yeah in order for me to like appreciate mm -hmm. my religion mm -hmm. my relationship with god yeah mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i, don't know. I feel like sense. for me it's different because when I, used to, when I was growing up in Tibet, I've always wanted to be Lelemran at church. Mm -hmm. So I would always ask my mom, and she was like, okay, let's wait for summer, because they do like Bible studies at night and stuff. Like, I just always wanted to do, I don't know why. Like, mm -hmm. me and my cousin used to just try so hard to do it, mm -hmm. but it just wasn't the time. Like, it, mm -hmm. I mean, it just wasn't working with school and stuff. So my mom mm -hmm. was like, okay, we're going to do it summer. Mm -hmm. Summer came, we had to come here. Mm -hmm. But then we came here, and I was actually at, doing Mazmur at church. It was the happiest moment. I was like, Calling my grandma, like, guess what? Like, I'm doing Muslim at church. Like, it was a big deal for me because I kind of always wanted to do it. And, like, mm -hmm. growing up with my grandma, my grandma's a very, the, like, the most uh, spiritual, faithful person I've ever met in my life. Like, I've never seen anybody mm -hmm. pray as much as she does or go to church as much as she does. So, but even as kids, I feel like 
yes, I would be forced to go to church. But I feel like that also was good for me because mm -hmm. I, I actually enjoy going to church now because I grew up yeah. in church. Yeah. But my problem was, was after I got here and I grew up, then I got lost in the sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's that's what was the issue for yeah. me. Like, lost. <laughs> I've always had it in me. I just kind mm -hmm. of like lost it. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I remember my freshman year. It was, it's, I think it's like when you don't have God, it's the little things that just make you feel like you're, the world is ending. Mm -hmm. So I remember my freshman year was like financially. It was like the dumbest things that were, that could be fixed. But it used to really get me. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, God, why is all of this happening to me? Like, mm -hmm. even the small, even when I didn't have money, I used to just feel some type of way. Like, obviously it's freshman year, like we're mm -hmm. all broke, yeah. But like for me, it was like, God, like why? I always felt like I was being punished. Mm -hmm. And I used to always ask God, especially my freshman year, like, why are you punishing me? Mm -hmm. Like, and when my dad was like, hey, can you transfer to Charlotte so you can help us and stuff? And I was like, no. Like, I did not want because mm -hmm. I was having so much fun in Greensboro. Mm -hmm. And I even like, tried to do bad in school so I purposely wouldn't get accepted at mm -hmm. UNC Charlotte. Sorry. Guys. I didn't know that. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, I really didn't want to go to Charlotte mm -hmm. so bad. But then the day I got accepted, I cried because I didn't want to come to Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And then I remember I dropped off Sada at Greensboro, came back, and I remember I parked, I parked at a random church and I was like crying so much. I was like, I don't want to be here, mm -hmm. but I'm going to trust you. I was mm -hmm. like, you have me here for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I remember I had that like that moment with God, like, I know I'm here for a reason. And I'm forever grateful that, mm -hmm. like, thank you, my dad, for like asking me to come and for me transferring here because then I met my friends, like mm -hmm. Dagam and them. They're like mm -hmm. spiritual people. Like we would always somehow, some way talk about God. Like, mm -hmm. and I feel like it got me right with, the right people to like mm -hmm. guide me closer to God mm -hmm. and then like obviously got closer to my spiritual father and like all that good stuff so it's a it was a ride but yeah. it was definitely worth it I feel like that even shows us how much God loves us to the point where he literally has to shake us a little bit so we can put our focus back to him he's like I love you but I need you to like mm. I need you to move so you can look yeah. at me and on our part I think it's bad because we shouldn't wait for something bad to happen to run to him but at the same time he loves us so he, that's why he's doing it so we can turn back to him yeah. so, also yeah. i want to mention one thing um a lot of times people make it seem like when you're a christian um other than the boring stuff it's like you go through a lot of trials mm -hmm. for me that was like one of the things like mm -hmm. even when you read the book of um Job, Job, Job. Yeah, it's like he was struggling because he loved God so much mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. So I thought in my head, it's like, if I get closer to God, I'm going to have so much trials. Mm -hmm. And like, I was scared. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was kind of scared of that at first. But then um, I learned that like, no matter in life, in this world in general, whether mm -hmm. you're with God or without, without God, you're going to have trials and tribulations. Like, it's bound to happen to you because you live on this earth. Mm -hmm. But it's so much better with God because he would literally pull you out of it. So for anyone that had the same question as me, like, if you were scared that being close to God would bring you so much more, you know, mm -hmm. problems. I asked this to Freo, like, after our Bible study one time, I was like, why does bad things happen to good people? Because then I would see, like, the most innocent people going through the worst things in their lives. And I was like, why does the, not the good people, but people that don't have a relationship with God be 
live in life. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's wrong. They're the richest, the so happiest true. people on planet mm-hmm. Earth. Nothing's wrong with them. And he was um, telling me, he was just like, our life is with God in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like, this is temporary. This is going to end like that. Anything and everything, like material, money, it goes away. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it's not... Um, like it's not permanent yeah like so he was just like our life is up there with god mm-hmm. so he was just like and what did he say he was like um not bad things necessarily happen to uh good people but he was just like they at the end of the day like if they have god like god is with them mm-hmm. so he was like it's like it's gonna be fine so i was just like okay and then i was like if i have god like what could put like what can pull me possibly mm-hmm. pull me down and like um that summer, it was like the worst summer I've ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was the end of the world. I'm gonna say my testimony here too, because I feel like everybody needs to hear. But you guys know, like, I didn't even talk to you guys for a long time because I just was going through it. Like, it was the worst time of my life. Um, but I remember um, I went to the. Oh my god, why am I getting one? I know, I'm like, um, <laughs> my eyes are so I was like, the, Yeah, I remember. Um, I just like it was just so hard so mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom because I called my friend Ruth again mm-hmm. um I talked to her when like things happened and she was always like and she was like just pray she's like don't stop praying mm-hmm. and thank God I like like I said 2019 I already had a good foundation with God like mm-hmm. I was getting better mm-hmm. so like I knew I have God but it was just like I needed to be fixed like right mm-hmm. away so she was just like just go to the bathroom just go she's like just go by yourself and pray Mm-hmm. So I didn't want my parents to see me because I don't want nobody to see me, like mm-hmm. obviously being emotional. So I just went to the bathroom, I got on my knees and cried so much. I was like, God, just fix it. Like, help mm-hmm. me fix it. And I could do not, I could do not, like, an hour later, everything was fixed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, till this day, sometimes I'm just like, this is, like, that can't, like, it just felt so unreal. Mm-hmm. But it just made me realize, of course, you're here. Like, mm-hmm. if I didn't have God at that moment, like, mm-hmm. what I went through was just very hard, like, yeah. for me mm-hmm. and personally. But it was just, like, the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. But for God to just fix it in an hour, like, as if nothing happened, mm-hmm. it's just still, like, I can't believe that that mm-hmm. actually happened. Yeah. And, like, I'm here to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, I tell this to everyone, like, I see, and I, I remember I told this to one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. She was just telling me everything she was going through she was like i've just god has just been punishing me for years like mm-hmm. and i'm like trust me like I, I i was there it was like just go and pray like get on your knees like and just say god help me like he's gonna be there and i told her my thing she was like really and i was like i know right like mm-hmm. you're gonna be like really like are you lying and i was like i'm i'm not like mm-hmm. it's for real like god can move can change the, he anything he can do and not a matter of hours, seconds, minutes, microseconds, he can flip it. Yeah, so it's so just, true. you just really gotta love God at the end. That's beautiful. But I want to say something on what you said, because I've had the same question of why do people like live life and like, you know, do all this thing and then they don't have God, but they're good or nothing. They don't go through problems. Um, I used to be that person. I used to be the person where I used to have so much fun, be like out there with my friends, living life, and I used to go home and cry every night. There was not a day where I didn't cry back in college. Like, and if you ask me why, there was no reason. I used to like get up in the morning at 
10 o'clock and wouldn't get like get out of bed until 12 because it's like it was a mental thing where for other people outside you look so fine and you look you, like life is perfect but inside you're dying and you don't know why and I feel like that was the main reason I had to come back and get it together because I was like not okay but just because you see someone be a certain way that is not the reality that's not the reality that people go through stuff and when you when you have God you're going through stuff makes sense you're why you're no, like the nose that he gives you makes sense you're there his nose are the way of like protecting you mm -hmm. so don't believe everything not only you see on social media but even like a friend that's always people go through stuff so i think in that way the way god helps is a way mm -hmm. no other human could you know mm -hmm. help so yeah yeah, yeah. When you are saying like, why does good like why does bad stuff happen to like good people like especially like Christians and stuff like that? I'm not saying Christians are holier than thou, but like you know like um, honestly like when I when I surrendered everything to God, everything started going left. I was like, what is going on? Like I don't know. It just felt like it was never gonna end, but God has good plans for all those who love him and who've been called according to his purpose and that's like a verse that has been like in my mind continuously romans 8 28 it's it's just like he he has good plans for those that love him like yes it is a thousand percent harder being a christian in this world because this world is not our home like freo said like obviously you like when you go to a person's house like it's not your own obviously you're not as comfortable as you are in your own home obviously like you're gonna need a little more extra guidance because it's not what you're used to this is not it's not where you belong but like when you're at home you know where everything is you know when like you, you can just sit on your couch on the bed like and feel comfortable like you're not bothering anyone but when you become christian in a world that doesn't love jesus it's like of course it's gonna be some bumps in the road like mm -hmm. jesus said um they hated me so what makes you think they're not gonna hate you mm -hmm. like jesus had to make so much sacrifice like he made the ultimate sacrifice god had to make the ultimate sacrifice because he loves us and then we don't think we have to make any sacrifices mm -hmm. that's something like god has really been teaching me like yes it's hard but better is one day in his courts than a thousand somewhere else like those people they can look that as happy as they want to be like you know but i feel like we've all had we've all tasted both sides and i know personally yeah like it's like you're in the world it's fun like you're blending in like you're not no one's picking you out like you know but then you know when you go home and when you're by yourself the kind of loneliness that you're, you, you're dealing with you know you don't you know like what you're going through and you know like those people can't be with you all the time but when you're with god i'd rather like it's so much better for me to like be hit with trials and tribulations because god never promised us it would be easy but he did promise to be with us yeah the whole way through so even when i do go home and i'm by myself i'm not by myself because mm -hmm. god is with me and he's comforting me and he's your best friend and i think when we go through these trials one is for our own lessons it's for because he loves us like a father disciplines the kid he loves like if your parents don't love you they just let you do whatever but mm -hmm. god 
disciplines those he loves. And all that to say that it's all for our good. And what Freya said, he hit it. Like, it's so good. Freya, Shout out to you. Like, this is in our home, so yeah. obviously it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, one an another thing is... I'll try to say that video. But, yeah, like, you know, that's... Yeah. Actually, yeah, adding on to that, but I just remembered one thing, too. I saw another sermon that said that, like, you know, when you're applying for a job, mm -hmm. say, like, a higher job, you go through three, four, five interviews sometimes mm -hmm. to get to that position, and mm -hmm. you work so hard. You can go, go to school for, what, 12, 7 years? Mm -hmm. He was like, imagine this is, like, going to heaven. Mm -hmm. So he was like, while we're on this earth, mm -hmm. we're going to get through so many trials and tests so we can get to heaven. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he was just like, look at it as, like, that's, you got to, like, you have to pass. Yeah, you got to pass that so you can get to heaven. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted. I just wanted to add on to that. Yeah. yeah, that was peace doesn't come from this world. It, it comes from God. Yeah. That's, if you don't have God, you can't have peace. Yeah. You yeah. Can't. I mean, you honestly, sometimes you know some people that don't have God, they're just like living life and nothing's wrong with them. Like, mm -hmm. even if they, like, I know some people that actually nothing's wrong. Like, life is good. They're living life like nothing is wrong. But I feel like that should be waking you up, like, low key. Because obviously, why would the devil bother you? If you're if not you're, doing anything, yeah, obviously you're to not intimidate doing, him. Exactly, yeah. he's yeah. like, "Oh, I got you. You're mine. Like, go ahead, live your life." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But when he knows that you're getting closer to God, mm -hmm. you want to be with God. He wants to obviously. mess that mm -hmm. up. So obviously, he's gonna shake you up Definitely. every time. So it's just like you gotta look at it as like, nah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, like when things like that happen, it's like, okay, it's because I know the devil knows that I'm doing something right. Mm -hmm. So that's why he's testing me. God teaches me through analogies. So, like, obviously, if people don't know what the peace of God is like, they think they're good. Just like, we can eat a Twix bar, and that could be, like, the best chocolate you've ever tasted. But there's better chocolate out there. Like, there's the... And then you can try the most premium chocolate ever. You're like, whoa, what, what even is was that? Like, why was I so hype about this? Mm -hmm. It's because what people don't know, like... It's always, it's God's love and his peace has always been there, but we just never saw it. And that's something I learned in the last, last night, um, service I went to, like, um, for example, like, um, Jacob's, he was talking about Jacob's ladder. Like Jacob was running away from home and he was in the middle of the desert, like, and then he fell asleep and he saw a vision of like stairs and then the angels going up and down the stairs. And he was like, this is an awesome place. And he called it Bethel, the house of God. The house of God has always been there. God has always been there, but we've, we've just never seen it. So like, yeah. The one advice that I have is what do you have to lose? Like you can have all your questions, bring them to God. It's not like, you know, like how people say no or no, like don't ask those questions. No, ask God those questions because if he is this true God that we're talking about, he has all the answers. Do not be scared to ask your questions. They will be answered to you. Is it going to make sense all the time? No, because our minds can't completely comprehend that. But just from what I know from my experience, Jesus is real. And like his love is real. Like, and it's alive. And what his word says comes to pass every single time. And you have nothing to lose and so much to gain when you give your life to Jesus. And yeah, he just... Oh, I have a question. You know how you said when you were in Paris, like you, like is when you came came back from Paris. So how was it in Paris? Like, 
how was your relationship there? I feel like at first I was making an effort, like my mom told you, like to find churches mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the first service, actually it was the only service that I went to, um, or maybe it wasn't. I think it was the first service. Mm-hmm. I went to like two other ones. Um, like I was just like overwhelmed with emotion. Dude, I think it was gratefulness and I was just like bawling whatever and I was trying to like suppress my emotion because I went with a friend and I didn't want to be like why is she crying like I don't mm-hmm. want to think I was crazy and I was, I was just so grateful I don't know just for like everything for my relationship for him putting me there and then I don't know what happened but I think I was just so excited to be in Paris you know yeah. what I mean and I just like God was always there like you know what I mean like I don't I was it was just a lukewarm thing it was one foot one one foot out one foot one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would always come to God if something happened. Yeah. But it wasn't a consistent relationship. Yeah. It wasn't, like, I feel like every and everything that I did, there, God wasn't there. Yeah. It was only when I, like, you know when you, like, something happens, you're like, I need, like, yeah. I want to go back to God. Yeah. That's when it, when it was. But. Yeah. I feel like when that happens, it's not that God is not there. God is always still. Yeah. God is always there. We just let go of the hand and we move. We yeah. just, we would just wonder and we just do our own thing. And then we're like, oh, wait. And then we try to go back. But he never, he's like always there to protect us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's always going to take our hand and keep walking. But I think sometimes it's easy for us to change route. And Mm -hmm. it's, that's not okay, but it happens living here. And we're sinners. We all are, you know? So I think I rather, though, you keep trying than you just give up. Like, just keep trying, because I feel like I have my moments, even now, where I'm like, you know, I do my own thing, and then just, like, I just forget, like, I might, like, pray, but I'm not praying. Like, you know when you just pray just because you feel like you have to, but you're yeah. not there? Like, still do it, but make sure that you have a, um, intention? an intention, like, intention with it. Like, mm-hmm. not only just to ask something, but just to have that conversation, just to say thank you for waking me up this morning. Because mm-hmm. tomorrow's not promised. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah one thing is, like, it's, it's a challenge for me, too. Because I would have my moments where I'm, like, shut down social media, yeah. like, time for God. And then I'll come back. And then I'm back to, like, I would have those moments. But I always remind myself, like, I'm going to fall seven times. And I'm going to keep getting up seven times. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a point where I'll just keep walking straight. Mm-hmm. You know? You're going to fall months, especially as a Christian, like, you're gonna be challenged and distracted so mm-hmm. many times, but you just have to like keep pushing mm-hmm. no matter what. Like even if you feel like okay, I like I didn't pray, okay, like you didn't pray, go and pray. Mm-hmm. Like, and I saw the sermon that like that was like dang, mm-hmm. that kind of made me feel like oh my god, that's true. He was like if if, a, if there's like a father and son, and if the son only talks to his dad when he wants something. Mm-hmm. What kind of relationship do they have? Mm-hmm. It's obviously not like a father son. It's like you, he just wants to use him or mm-hmm. like wants whatever to him. So he's just like that's just how it is with us sometimes. It's just like we only go to God when we want something or when we want Him to save us from whatever something's going on. But if we're only talking to God when we want something, then we look like kids that just want something from our dad and don't have an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I don't want to have that relationship with God where I just go to him whenever there's something mm-hmm. like I want to talk to him every day yeah. just like how I talk to my real life dad right. like every day just like you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's just like making just make that effort every day like even when you're tired at night 
and you're like about to fall asleep like mm-hmm. just take the moment to say like Allah mm-hmm. like even that you know it's something like mm-hmm. take one step at a time yeah and it's also one thing too like sorry I'm talking too much no but no. um I was telling this again shout out to Fredo bro like he's like I want to have a conversation Fredo, with him. shout out to Fredo I swear every question we but him. um I was telling him because my grandmother like I said she's very spiritual so she prays like I like guys I remember her prayers like till this day like I know her prayers mm-hmm. I hear her pray every morning every night mm-hmm. I, like set, like a lot so and then same thing my mom my mom wakes up or like at 5 a.m. to pray and no matter how tired she is from work she goes to her prayer room and has her prayer moment and mm-hmm. then goes to bed like still reads her Bible and goes to bed so I was telling her I was like I want to be like my mom and my grandma like mm-hmm. I want to have that relationship with God where I actually make the time wake up at 4 a.m. like my mom wake up at 5 a.m. like my grandma go to, like to my, well my grandma used to go to church but you know what I mean I want to mm-hmm. have that moment where I'm dedicated enough to wake up every day and no matter how tired I am, at mm-hmm. night I am to like go pray every mm-hmm. night and he was like obviously like their life is like the way they grew up and the way I grew up is obviously different like and they've they've had to keep doing that to get to that point mm-hmm. so he was just like you can't do that overnight mm-hmm. like he's like take baby steps like take one at a time so I know like some of us we want to be we want to get to it like we really want to try so hard but you can't do it like all at once like out of nowhere because mm-hmm. that's how I was trying to be and then when I don't get it I get mad mm-hmm. and then I just leave it alone and I just mm-hmm. forget it you know it, it pisses me off so I'm mm-hmm. just like whatever and then I'll just get distracted and leave it alone mm-hmm. this is very like challenging the devil's gonna shake you up the devil's gonna try to push you down to make sure you're not that consistent mm-hmm. but you just have to keep like taking small steps to get there. especially when you don't have that really set relationship with God and you're just starting that is when the devil's attacking because that's when you're not that's when you're kind of weak mm-hmm. so it's easier for the devil to attack you to fall yeah so that's I feel like consistency and that is so hard for me but um yeah I think with prayers and fasting I can yeah another thing is fasting for me is so hard but I'm gonna try to do that but even fasting I feel like fasting just with food you can fast with not eating like um like in our church um dairy and meat and stuff like that and still not have that relationship like you can fast from food and just say i'm fasting but not praying but i feel like fasting with things that are actually getting you away from god that's better than just fasting just because you, just to say you're fasting that's so true you know like for me not eating is not gonna get me to pray or it's not gonna get me to like it might help me because it's reminding me why i'm doing it but my biggest problem is social media so i feel like not only do fasting with food but also do fasting with social media if it's watching tv if it's being on the phone with your friends for hours like everything that's taking your time away from god fast from those things and then use that time to have that conversation with god these are all advice that i'm going to use for myself no that's that's so true because like you can like not you know have some people don't like their food is like you know their main thing that's like okay like if food is is the one thing that you and sometimes like we should just you know fast from food because that's what fully kills the flesh and like provides yeah, the spirit. That's the main. But thing. when you know getting well <laughs> that you have a problem with social media, you know getting well that your time is spent during a 
but then you're not giving up A and you're giving up B, what's that gonna do? Like nothing. That's not yeah. gonna change anything. Because and that's sorry. Like there's obviously when God is saying fast, it's not just fast off of food. It's yeah, yeah. Whatever is pulling you away from me, whatever is taking that number one spot that God is supposed to have, that's what you need to remove. Like that's that's like the cleanse that you, like your body and need like because you're killing the flesh mm -hmm. and feeding the spirit like, yeah you know? i was just gonna say i saw this thing that said to starve your distractions mm -hmm. and feed like your relationship with god or That's feed your so your goals or whatever your mm -hmm. dreams your desires instead of like feeding spending all that time on social media mm -hmm. your phone whatever like you need to starve that mm -hmm. like cut that off mm -hmm. so that you can focus on the things that actually matter to you yeah, yeah. i also want to speak about the importance of fasting and praying because even with the um with the issue that's been going on in Ethiopia with the Orthodox Church. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the change, like the whole country was fasting and praying. And I'm not saying everything now is fixed, but things have gotten better. Yeah. And I've seen it even in my life, in my family, in people's life, like the importance of fasting and praying is just crazy. Cause when you, like God listens to you, right? But not only does he give you things that you want, he only gives you things that he knows you need. As long as what you want aligns with what God wants for you and you dedicate your time with praying and fasting, it will work. And I 1000% believe in that and mm -hmm. yeah. There's a verse in the Bible that says, if my people would just humble themselves and pray, then I will hear them. Mm -hmm. Like you need to humble yourself. You need to, like you just, obviously God knows our heart and that's that's true. But then at the same time, what are we showing for it? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so like when prayer changes stuff, like you can say, okay, God, like I'm going through this, but you know my heart and you can you know, read that off and you don't pray. Like you're not, God needs you to actually ask. God needs you to actually say what it is that you need because it's a two-way relationship. Like he's just not gonna, he's not a genie that can just <laughs> grant you wishes. Like you need to put in that effort. Like, and that brings me to like the, the point um, when you were saying like um, like you guys were saying fasting and like falling down and like getting back up, I I believe in that, but at the same time, um, we just I feel like a lot of times we're either on this end of like God is love, like you know God is love, like He'll forgive me for all my sins, and then we're on the side of okay, we need to fear God, like you know like. It's always an extreme. It's always thing. an extreme. Like no, God is love, and then God is just. He's going. He's both of those. He's a things. father. He's a father. So, like I've had such a hard time with just letting the blood of Jesus speak for me. Like when I say that is like I'm saved by grace through faith. I didn't do anything to earn the love of God. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything to earn my salvation. Like you can't. You can work for eternity, and you will never earn what was done on the cross for us like so just knowing that okay it's not my works that's gonna get me into heaven i'm already saved like you know like i think a lot of times we think okay i'm saved now okay i need to i need to do all these things like i need to pray 24 7 i need to spend time like yes spend time with god but at the same time know that you are already redeemed you are already like loved god has already pulled you out of that you you're already saved so Sometimes you just need to sit still and wait on God. Because I, re I remember I would like, 
read my Bible and then I'd be like, okay, that's like a check, you know, like it, you make it a checklist kind of. Yeah. And then you become self-righteous and you're like, okay, you know, I did this today. I'm proud of myself. Like, you know, and then you post about yourself. The next day you don't do that. And you're like, I'm a horrible person. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you just feel so bad. And that's when we when we take the grace of God out and we put in our own, like we rely on our own works. It's like the grace of God is there and we shouldn't just, we shouldn't rely on our own works. And then there's also that other side of the grace of God is there. Like, you know, I'm going to do what I'm, I want to do. Like, he's still going to love me. Yeah, true. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. But faith without works is dead. Like, um, I was reading yesterday in the Romans, top tier book of the Bible. Like, um, he basically, he was comparing it to like, okay, the blood of Jesus, you're, you're saved by grace through faith. That's already done. It's already accomplished. The works that you're doing is not to earn it. It's just a seal. Like you're sealing what God has already done for you. Like you're saying, I've been saved by grace through faith. And here's what I have to show for it. Like, obviously, if someone, if someone changes your life to that capacity, you have to live for him, you know, like, and so like, it's being self-righteous and like depending on your works but instead it's depending on god's grace and then showing him the love that you have for him through your works but it's not depending on your works because you can fail one day and win the next and mm -hmm. then you're depending on yourself like i was gonna say um what what you were saying about being saved i remember mm -hmm. when i was younger this is the part of me not understanding how like having mm -hmm. a relationship with god works I mean, Christian school, mm -hmm. like on Easter, they would they would make you watch like the document or Passion of Christ, something where mm -hmm. Jesus was getting um was being crucified, mm -hmm. and I would cry and ask for repentance and ask to be saved by God every single year on Easter. Like I would renew yeah. it, like renew my <laughs> membership, because yeah. I thought I had to like eat that Easter with like on Easter, or you're saying not even Easter, but I thought I had to continuously ask God to be in my life. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I thought it would like expire <laughs> like depending on the things that i did mm -hmm. like if i didn't really think about god this year oh yeah i need to ask again you know mm -hmm. what i mean so for the longest time i used to think like it was more about the like actions that you did how what kind of person like you know on like christmas yeah. they're like are you naughty or are you nice you yeah. get cold or you get presents like that's yeah. how i thought it was yeah but obviously when i grew up like it made more sense to me um and there's something else that you said um oh i feel like the part of Christianity that I'm trying to like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, um, like, you know how like, yeah, we're saved by grace, mm -hmm. but also like our lives have to be transformed in order for us to like live like Jesus, like on earth, like to be a light, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Mm -hmm. right? Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I feel like that's the other part of the, mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you were saying, like, we either fear God or we... You're saying he's love. Yeah. He's love, he's... So it's like, we need to... That middle ground, I feel like, is the understanding, yes, we've been saved by grace, but also the works part, I guess, isn't necessarily to be saved. We're already saved, but it's to live life mm -hmm. that represents Jesus so that others can be like... You know, yeah. so they, yeah. it can be a life that so others can be like... You stand out. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain. 
I think, um, again, saved by grace, the grace saved. of God through the faith you have in Jesus Christ. And then personally, and then biblically, it tells us like, we know whether somebody's a believer in Christ by their fruits. So yes. whatever fruit they're producing, mm -hmm. are they producing self-control or are they producing not self-control? Are they mm -hmm. producing love mm -hmm. or hate? Like, you know the person by their fruit. So when you're saved, it's not an overnight kind of thing. Like, it's, yes, Jesus changed my heart. Like, once you know who Jesus is and what was done on the cross for you, and it's like everything, it, it, everything changes. So... Again, like being raised as Christians, like you hear about it. <laughs> we, I watched that say, yeah. so many times. But until your heart wants that revelation, until God makes it known to you what Jesus did and like what that it really is, nothing is gonna like really change until you seek God for yourself. And then obviously, when you seek God, you find Him. So, like, yeah. Like, I think there is a difference between saying, yes, I love God and he loves me and everything I do just because I love him and he loves me is fine. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, you can say that and then, but you're being a rude person to people. Uh, how are you balancing that? How are you saying, yeah, I love God? Which I feel like some people take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Like The grace of God. Yeah, yeah. He loves me and I'm forgiven. So because of that, I can be my own person, mm -hmm. but you can be your own person because you're not like, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you can't, mm -hmm. what's the thing that you said that was like, we're like in this world, but not of this world yeah. or something like that's, yeah. know, that's what it reminds me of. Like, I feel like your whole, you, you change basically, yeah. you're, you're a different person, but, I would say. Okay. You can't depend on yourself for that change. When you know who Jesus is, when you accepted him. It's literally just fully putting everything in his hands and he will change you. Mm -hmm. And I think I was telling my mom this last night, like we want God to work so bad on our time, but we're supposed to be on his timing. Like mm -hmm. we're supposed to be working. Like we're supposed to just live, literally relax and be like, you got this. Like, you know what you're doing. That's but right. every time we try to grab that wheel and we're like, okay, God, I'm not changing the way and like the, how fast mm -hmm. I want to be changed. Like mm -hmm. this isn't working out. Like, and then we just mess up the plans and then we're like, okay, God, fix it. And then he has to fix that again. And obviously he will do it, but working on his time, like at the end of time, like when Jesus comes back, like we're supposed to, we're going to look like Jesus. Like this, this process in this world is for us to look like Jesus, to be sanctified and to like God to teach us. Like what my Carmel was saying, like through those trials, like a job interview, it's like, constantly like god is shaping us but we need to be moldable like we need to be able to be like okay like we got it yeah. that change doesn't come from us it comes from knowing who god who, is who god, yeah. and trusting in him but one true. thing also is like or everybody needs to understand is like um god is not a controlling god he gives you a free will for a reason so if you choose i don't want to be with god then mm -hmm. He's not gonna force you mm -hmm. to, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe life, maybe circumstances will, but he will say, he's "Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah." Like he's not gonna be like, "No, you're mine. Come mm -hmm. right now." Of course, mm -hmm. he's gonna show you signs, mm -hmm. give you, like you know, if, like for me, like me transferring here with my dad, like 
showing me ways to see that mm -hmm. I want you back. Mm -hmm. Yes, he will make that effort every time. But again, if you choose to not want to be with God and you want to sin, you want to mm -hmm. do everything else in the world, then he's going to lift his hands too. Yeah. So it also like what we do. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you can be saved because you're a Christian, but if you still choose a different route, you mm -hmm. could say, okay. The analogy, this analogy that I saw on TikTok, it's just like, whoa. Like, basically it was a story, like there was a son and his father, and they were like having a picnic outside. And there's like a, like a lake, it's kind of like a swamp kind of thing, but it's beautiful. And so the dad turns around and the son jumps into the water and an alligator attacks the son. And the father obviously runs and pulls the son out. The son is unharmed, but the father is like beaten, bruised, like all that stuff. And then the son said, okay, thank you. And then jumps back in the water. Like, like that's exactly what we do to Jesus. Like the cross was him bearing all of that sin. Like mm. it was not an easy thing. And I think we always think he suffered physically. Absolutely. Like that's the most gruesome death. But imagine, we can't even carry our own shame. We can't even carry a one, one person's sin. Like, it literally kills us. Jesus had the whole world's sin. He had all of that on him. Like, he knew no sin, and he became sin. So we can be the righteousness of God. So it's like, we need to work out our salvation. If we say we're Christian, if we say we believe in Jesus, and like, you know, he's the one true God. Like, we need to walk according to that. We can't just keep jumping back into the same sin like repentance isn't just saying hey god like i'm sorry i did this and then going back and doing it repentance is literally when i learned this i was like wait so i'm not just apologizing to you like i have to do like you know i have to actually do something repentance is fully turning away from mm -hmm. your sin and turning to god like yes that satisfies your flesh but that's hurting god yeah. like he loves us but we do the one thing he hates. Like, we are involved with the one thing he hates. And then he sends his son to die on the cross for us. And we still choose it yeah. sometimes over him. And that's like a slap in the face, kind of. So it's like, you have to just ask God for that, like, understanding. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, the love of God is so good. But we abuse it so much. Because you know, we know it's always there. Yeah. But then one day, not it's not going to be there. What, too late. Like, it's going to be too late. Like, and we're going to have to answer to God one day. And he's going to say, okay, what did you do with my son? Like, I've given you this. What have you done with it? Mm -hmm. We have to answer to that. Like, God never asked us to go find the way to him. He never asked us to, like, go out and search for a, the way to get a relationship with him. He gave us the answer. But he can't make us be saved. Like, Jesus knocks on the door of our hearts all the time. But he's not going to barge in. Like, he's a gentleman. He's going to wait for you to open that door so you can dine with him, you know? So, yeah. wow. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> God, that was good. Beautiful. But, um, yeah. That, that was all I had to say. That was beautiful. That was I, had to say. I feel like we had so much more to talk about, but it will never end. I feel like our conversations yeah. are always like this. Yeah. We always end up. So what's, what advice would you guys have for people that are struggling in their relationship with God? Like people that have grown up in church, haven't grown up in church, mm -hmm. but like they want to know who God is. Like what is 
or people that are going to trials and saying like god why are you like punishing me mm-hmm. like what is your advice mm-hmm. like those people? i think um trial for me like it first comes at church church is not always the place you know i feel like i've had my really my ups and downs at church and don't make that make you get away from church because i don't know how to say it but the devil church the devil is, real. is waiting outside until you get out because that's where you know i feel like it's a lot going on and just don't let that make you get away i did that i feel like i've had problems with them in like with people in my church and that made me get away from church because i didn't want to go to church i didn't want to see people and at the end you're losing because you're i mean i'm not saying that you can't have a relationship with god if if you didn't go to church but going to church is needed for your soul that like you just feel at peace you feel good and whenever you go to church don't think about who's there why are you there why are you praying what what is your um goal goal why are you like you know so just go pray do your prayer be with people that you know at the end of the church that make you feel good and have you know are your friends or whatever but don't let the other people make you get away from church and also if you're away come back because god is always god god is still he never leaves so just make a few steps back mm-hmm. and you'll find him and just pray and pray prayers work and prayers would work you know i feel like if you're if you want something you're praying you you can't just pray for it you also have to work for it mm-hmm. and like nani was saying like Okay, something that I struggled with was insecurity. So if anybody struggles with insecurity, this might be for you. So I had to learn that those thoughts don't come from God. It comes from the devil. Mm -hmm. Because I saw this, I mean, like, obviously, in the Bible, it says we are made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. If we are made in the image of God, that bothers Satan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he wants to tell you every single lie. Mm -hmm. and wants you to believe every single lie so that it disturbs you. And... You just don't have peace. And basically, yeah. I don't know how to explain That's it, but like good. I want I want people to talk about the looks, like how people not just insecurities in terms any of your looks. That helped me right now. Yeah, but in any way. <laughs> like not just how you look. I'm talking about if you have insecurities in any like financial, um I don't know, your body, the way everything. you act, the everything you are made when you're made by the end of image of god and the devil sees that obviously like he doesn't want that so yeah that like i don't know to me i just learned that the hard way and every time i had those thoughts creeping in i'm like that's not yeah like to me that helped me Mm -hmm. and it made me realize that's not like you have to kind of like rebuke it and pray on it because Mm -hmm. it's like that's not that's not coming from god like i'm made in the image of god I, like I'm beautiful, I am capable, whatever. I don't know. So if anybody struggles with insecurities, just know it's not from God. And if you pray on it, like, and you just know that you, those thoughts won't even, even even if they come, they just bounce right off. You know, it won't dwell, it won't sit in your brain. And I feel like doodle, I would take it. That would be my thing. That I'm this, I'm that. Like. It would ruin my mood, my whole day, but it's like, I know it's not coming from God, so I can be like, uh-uh, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. People be like, nope, not today. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's so good. That's really good. For me, I would say one, one of the biggest things is surround yourself with the right people that are like, let's pray together, let's go to church mm -hmm. together, let's fast together. That has a big impact, like the people that you have around you. Um, that's like very important. And second, it's just like Gabby said, like for me, sometimes it would just be like anxiety or something like that, where I would just think of like the worst, mm -hmm. like out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, that's not from God. Mm -hmm. Like, or sometimes when I try to get closer to God, I would have nightmares or something mm -hmm. that makes me feel like the world's ending, something's mm -hmm. about to happen, but fear is not from God. So mm -hmm. anything else that's like negative, that's disturbing your peace, it's making you feel sad, depressed, whatever it is, it's not from God. So just like always remember that's the devil shaking you, mm -hmm. especially when he knows like you're trying hard. I, that's how I make myself feel better. I'm like, this is not God. Like he knows I'm doing something right and that's mm -hmm. why he's bothering me. So um, anything negative from your life is not from God. Another thing, nothing is impossible to God. Mm -hmm. So anything in your life that's making you feel like it's not going to happen, I'm not going to change, my life mm -hmm. is this, my life is that, it, no, it's going to happen. Like again, God's will, God willing, you know, he'll fix it. He'll change it like i said in five seconds if he wants to like mm -hmm. he can do it all at any moment in your life so always have that faith like god doesn't even want us to have like the biggest of the biggest faith he wants just a little bit mm -hmm. and you can move mountains like that was written on the bible so it's just like be really strong in faith and um like one thing i read sorry i'm so sorry but one thing i read it was like um this book that i read and it said that like when you're in a plane, I'll send this to Nani too. When you're in a plane, you feel like you're not moving, mm -hmm. even though the plane is going 800 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're not moving at all. That's how your life is with God. Sometimes you feel like God is not moving. Like you could be praying like every single day, asking for like a certain thing, and you feel like nothing's happening, nothing's changing. Um, that's a lie. Like God is working, God is moving. Like just like how you're sitting in a plane doesn't feel like you're moving. Mm -hmm. So it's like, He's working. He's making it happen. Just like trust him. Surround yourself with the right people. Take baby steps. Don't try to like jump immediately and be the best Christian in the world. Like just take small steps. And yeah. Oh, one uh, last thing. Um, like for me, especially like I watch a lot of sermons and stuff to like, you know, to learn a lot of things. So like just find someone that you can actually like understand well. Like, you know, because sometimes not every preacher is for everyone. Like, mm -hmm. certain preachers are not for you. Like, and that's okay. It's not like nothing's wrong with you. Maybe just the way they teach is not for you. So find a preacher that you can actually, like, that can really get to you, you know? And then, yeah, just um, learn from that. And, you know, go to your Bible study. Go to church. It makes yeah. a difference. I know a lot of people say God is everywhere. God is at home. True. I can pray at home. Of course you can, but... That even that giving that time to God, like that two hour that you go to church, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So make every effort, even if it's small. Thank you. I think advice that I have for unbelievers is try it. Like, like the truth is not gonna fail. Like if you're actively searching for truth, you will find the truth. Um, and for believers that are like going through it um god is good <laughs> regardless of what you're going through god is still good um 
God is not your circumstances. God is not who Satan tries to build him up to be in your head. God is not who this world says he is. God is God and he's who he, his word says he is. Um, and like going back to what Gabby says, like those things you hear, those voices in your head telling you, oh, God doesn't love you. Like, you know, you're not good enough. Um, sometimes don't be. A, I'll be praying and I'll be like, yeah, you don't even believe in God. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like those intrusive. Thoughts. I know when I pray and I just weird thoughts. And I'm like, mm. like who That's am I praying you know to? The him? devil is real. Like mm -hmm. it's crazy. And like Gabby said, like um, someone someone said this. Actually, the Bible says Jesus said this. Um, he said Satan is the father of all lies. Mm -hmm. So his. His character is liar. Like he is a liar. liar. So liar. <laughs> so anything he says, the opposite is true. Mm -hmm. um, he says God doesn't love you. Love God you. loves you. God doesn't think of you. He thinks the world of you. Like he doesn't care about you. He sent his son to die on the cross for you. Like you know, like those thoughts. Just bring them to God. Like you don't don't even try to fight it on your own. Just surrender it over to God, um, and yeah, just keep going. Like keep pushing. Like God is always with you. God is always rooting for you. He's not against you. What happened? Sorry. You didn't be looking. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you. Sorry, keep going. Sorry. Anything. God is keep going. God is keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. God is for you. He is not against you. And if God is for you, then who could ever be against you? Like he has you in the palm of his hands and nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's not something I'm saying or preachers saying. That's what the word of God says. Neither angels nor demons, like nothing can separate you from the love of God. So that gift that Jesus that was paid on the cross for us. Even though it's free, someone paid a price for that. Mm -hmm. Someone, a, big a price. huge price was paid for that. So you can pray, so that you can talk to God. I think a lot of times when we say, Jesus died on the cross for me, cute. Like, no, like, he died on the cross for you so you can pray. In the Old Testament, people couldn't just go to God and pray. Like, they had to go through priests. And it was like once a year. And like, they had to sacrifice. Like, but Jesus is he came and he was the one and only last sacrifice like there's nothing else you know that veil has been torn like you're good just go to god the price has been paid for it and it's a free gift so accept it um yeah god just love it he's just too don't forget that and just remember it's not on your timing but it's on god's timing so whatever you're waiting on it's coming it's yeah it's not on your timing just yeah. keep praying oh and church hurt is real <laughs> being hurt by the people inside the church so real but Jesus is not those people. Church is full of broken people that need a savior. So when you go to church, don't look into the eyes of people. Don't look to your left or to your right. Look straight to God because he's still working on them just like yeah. he's still working on you. So, yeah. Go. Even though it's hard and it's understandable, but... Mm -hmm. Last time that I finished, this is what I told this one last week. Mm -hmm. It's not even them. It's, it's honestly not. the devil working through, through them. them. Yeah. Like yeah. trying to get everyone out of mm -hmm. church so it's like you got to look at it as like of course you can't buy them yeah definitely yeah but yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I did I think this oh. is my favorite episode <laughs>
Okay guys, thank you for watching this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. The link is in the bot, not bio. It's in the description. Yeah. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> All right, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Aww. Everybody cry now. Love you guys. Okay. Everybody cry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay.